Hello, hello. Welcome back to Irrepressible. I'm Erica Ashley. For anyone who's new here, welcome, welcome. This is the 33rd episode of Irrepressible. There's nothing special about the number 33, but this morning when I was like prepping everything, I realized this was episode 33 and I was like, oh my gosh, that's a lot of episodes. That's 33 weeks of Irrepressible. That's like seven to eight months. And it's gone by so fast, but also so slow at the same time. And I was thinking about this and I was like, is this because of COVID? Is this because of 2020? Is this because of like just the work that goes into the doing the podcast? I couldn't probably a combination of all of them, but I was just like, wow, it's been eight months of irrepressible, 33 weeks. That's so cool. Um, Thank you to everyone who has listened every single week. You guys are incredible, amazing. I love you so much. And in honor of this week, and actually had nothing to do with like in honor of anything. Like I said, there's nothing special about the number 33. I just was like, that's a lot of episodes. Like we've been doing this for a while Um, and it's really cool. But I wanted to give you guys like this kind of a kind of a life update. I wanted to share a few things that I'm loving lately, um some things I'm reading, watching, things that I feel like might help you. And then I also wanted to talk about I had a pretty rough week last week and I wanted to talk about it and share with you because uh I have guests come on, right? And we talk about their lives and their struggles and and all of it. And I love it. And I love sharing these people and learning from them and relating to them and, and all of the things. And I know you also relate to it. I get a lot of messages from you guys saying how much you relate to certain people. And, and I love that. Um, I want to make sure that you feel I'm doing the same and that I'm being as open with you as, as they are when I ask them questions. And so I wanted to talk about the week that I had last week because Um, I had a realization and I thought it would help you, but it also, I just wanted to be transparent and like, I have bad weeks too. I have bad days. I have, I have all the things. And so we're, I want to talk, I want to, I want to talk about it. Um, But first I wanted to talk about a few things that I am like just obsessed with lately. So I think we're going to start there. I think we're going to start with that because it's like more fun. I have been obsessed with ice rolling lately. Like in a completely just like I, I had seen ice rollers for a long time, like years ago. Like they're not something that's new by any means. And I just was like, whatever. But then I bought one and I honestly don't know why I bought it. It was kind of like an impulse buy. It was like $7 on Amazon. It was not expensive. I was like, let's try this. And I love it. I use it every single morning. My allergies this year have been just out of control. I think it's because it's been so windy in LA. There's just constant pollen in the air. I don't know if pollen levels are higher than normal, but it sure feels like it because I don't ever really get allergies. And so I often wake up in the morning and my eyes are just very swollen and puffy. And the ice roller is like changing the game. It's just, it's refreshing. It depuffs, it promotes circulation, it's good for all the things. So that's like my number one like newest newest thing in my life that I'm really into. 
I've also been very into this five minute journal that I have. It's literally called the five minute journal and it's broken up into morning and night. And so every morning the idea is you spend five minutes on it in the morning, five minutes at night. And it asks you like, what are you grateful for? What um, are your top three goals for the day? Some affirmations for yourself and like what would make the day great. And then at night you reflect over the day and you say like, what were three amazing things that happened today and how could I have made today better? And I like it because it's quick. It's guided. Sometimes when I journal, I feel like I need a prompt and I'm like, I don't know. Sometimes I like to just brain dump and get things out of my mind because I feel like that's important. And I feel like when I'm not doing that, my mind is chaotic. It's just all over the place. And I feel like combining the five minute journal with like a brain dump has been really helpful for me, but I really like it. I really like every day knowing that I'm going to start the day with like, okay, what am I grateful for? What I want to accomplish for today? And like, what do I hope to get out of the day? Like it just, it really helps you take a second and envision the day that you want to have for yourself. There's been many mornings I get up and I'm just like, I'm up, I'm going like, let's do this. And my entire day is just chaotic and all over the place. And I go to bed at night, like flopping down on the bed, frantic of like, oh my God, I am frazzled. I'm just donezo for the day. And I feel like when you take a second to set the tone for the day, it really reflects in how your day goes. So that's another one. The third thing, this isn't new, but I've been more conscious of it lately is grounding. And I've talked about this before that I think it's really important to spend time in nature. I grew up in a small town in Colorado where there's like mountains and trees and like all the nature you could ever want. And then when I moved to LA, I was like, I'm living in a concrete box. And it was a very hard adjustment. And I couldn't, it took me a long time to figure out what was happening. And so I have made grounding like a very important part of my day, but there's different ways you can do it. And essentially what grounding is, is connecting to the earth. So like walking in grass barefoot, walking in dirt barefoot, going to the beach. Um, If you listened to Danielle Thompson's episode, she talked about gardening. It's one of my favorite episodes. If you haven't listened to it, I highly recommend it. But she talks about the fact that there's a chemical in dirt that produces serotonin in your body when it touches your skin. And so that's why a lot of people who garden think that it's very therapeutic because it's actually boosting their serotonin levels. And so grounding is a very similar concept where you are taking your feet in dirt and what's happening is the the chemical that's in the dirt is creating serotonin in your body. Um, and so it just helps calm you. I really, I put my phone inside, I go outside for 10 minutes. It's just like a minute for me to disconnect, to listen to the birds, hear what's going on in the world, just like get present with myself again. Um, And it really is so calming. It's very like preventative. A lot of the things that I do and routines that I have and tools that I use are there as like preventative from me getting to burnout from being overwhelmed, from my stress levels being like off the charts, to feel more in control when I have anxiety. It's really to just keep my body in a state of like homeostasis, I guess. Um, So where I don't feel chaotic all the time. 
and little practices like this here and there have really, really helped me. If you don't have access to like grass or dirt or something like that, a beach, you can also do grounding essentially through being near a body of water. If there's a lake near you, the biggest one is like when you take a shower, right? What happens is when water is hitting on itself. So like think of the shower, the bottom floor of the shower, when water's splashing at the bottom, it's splashing into itself and that creates negative ions. And that has the same effect on serotonin in your body as putting your feet in dirt. So if you can be in a bath with running water in the shower, all of those things calm you down. That's why when you get out of the shower, you often feel calmer than you went in if you were feeling stressed. It's because of the negative ions that are being created in and around you. It's the same idea behind if you have a salt lamp. Salt lamps create negative ions in the air. You breathe them in, create serotonin, you're good. You're like calmer or hopefully so. You know, Sometimes our stress levels are very much out of control and nothing helps. I've been reading more lately. I have always been, I used to be like, a really, really big reader. And then I kind of got out of it when life got busy and I've slowly been getting back into it like consistently, like wanting to read at least one book a month. And right now I'm reading this book called Never Split the Difference. It's by Chris Voss. I'm very much a nonfiction type of gal. I love reading about other people's lives and things that they've gone through and experienced. And Chris Voss was the FBI's top hostage negotiator. And he shares all these stories about when he was working for the FBI and situations that happened. And he also takes those and applies it to like, if you're negotiating for a raise, how can you like be the best negotiator and things like that? And I find it so fascinating. I would love to have him on the podcast. I've always been fascinated with like FBI stuff. Like, when I was a kid, I wanted to be like, I really wanted to be a forensic, like, what is it? A forensic, in forensics. I don't know. There's a specific, a forensic something. And I can't think of it at the moment until I realized you have to like look at dead bodies and like see what happened. And I was like, oh no, 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 no. Um, but I just find that the way that like the FBI, I don't know. And maybe I have like this, um, unrealistic view of what the FBI is, but I love just learning about it and reading books like this. And so I find this one fascinating. Um, so I've been trying to read more, especially at night. I think it helps like calm me down before bed. I always have my red lights on. If you don't have red light bulbs in some lamp in your room, I highly recommend it. Lowers your cortisol at night, helps pr- uh, helps promote melatonin production. It's just like so zen and like just is like the coziest, most wonderful thing you can do for yourself before bed. Um, I do it every night. I love it so much. It helps me wind down because I tend to have a very busy brain, especially at night. It often keeps me from falling asleep because I'm thinking about 9,000 things. Um, but just putting on the red light really helps get me out of like thinking mode and into like, oh, we're going to go to dreamland now and it's going to be great. I've also been watching TV as I do always. I finally started Scandal. 
it took me 10 years. I know I'm late to a lot of things like that, like really big shows that went on for seasons. And I didn't watch, watch any of them until like much later in the game. Scandal is one of them. I'm like halfway through season two. It's so good. Um, literally didn't know what I was missing. If you haven't watched Scandal either, one, I'm glad I'm not alone, but two, get on it. It's on Hulu, but Olivia Pope is like everything. Carrie Washington is incredible. And Olivia Pope is just like, I love everything about the show. Like I can't find a fault with the show so far, except when they do like the transitions and it's like the shutter speed really quick. Like it's trying to be like paparazzi taking photos. Sometimes it's a little like jarring. So that's my latest like binge. I've also been watching Younger. The seventh and final season just came out. It's like mid-season. If you haven't watched Younger either, another fantastic show. Fun fact, the logo of Younger was the inspo for the Irrepressible logo. Um, I love that show. I love Hilary Duff. I love, I just love it. Um, in another life, I would be a, I would be a book publisher. Everything about that show is like so good. And then I've also, I also just started Cruel Summer. There's so many good shows out right now, actually. And like good shows coming back. Cruel Summer is great. It's on Freeform. I've also been watching Big Sky. That's by the producers of Big Little Lies. Also another great show. I'm always into shows. I like, if you need a show wreck, I've probably watched it. Unless it came out 10 years ago, then I'm definitely behind but hit me up. I will hook you up with like what to watch. I, I can find like the gems. I'm really good at spotting gems when it comes to shows. So that's kind of like what I've been into lately. I just wanted to like kind of update you and be like, here's what I've been into. But to get into like the real, the real, real, I had a rough week last week and I was just talking about like I do things preventatively, right? To help manage my my stress levels, my anxiety, being overwhelmed, all the things. Last week I was doing all of them. I was meditating every morning, I was journaling, I was doing breath work, like I was doing it all. But what I wasn't doing was allowing myself to feel feelings. Because I was like, I don't have time for this. I don't have time to like feel whatever emotion is coming up right now because of whatever is happening. And so I kept shoving it down. And by Friday, I was like down for the count. It was game over. I was just so unable to do anything because I hadn't let myself work through emotions from the week and it completely, it ended up it backfiring on me because everything I had been doing all week was to be productive, to work, to do all these things and like check all the things off my to-do list. Friday rolls around and like, I'm so down and out that like nothing is happening that day. Absolutely nothing. I woke up feeling so anxious I was like, I need to like nip this in the bud right away. Meditated, journaled, breath work, extra breath work, went for a walk, did all the things, all the tools that I have 
like you name it, I was doing it. Called friends, like like literally everything in my toolbox. I was like, something has to work. None of it was helping. And it wasn't until I realized I needed to accept that this day was going to be a day where I don't do anything productive. I'm not on my computer. I'm not answering emails. I'm not scheduling episodes. I'm not doing anything because I need to accept that I'm having a bad day and feel it and deal with it. And once I finally accepted that, I was, I I mean, I cried for hours and that sounds like, oh my God, like what? You just cried for hours? Yeah. I cried for hours because I had to let it out. I had to release it from my body. And by the time I finally was like done crying, like there was nothing, like I had literally cried the emotion out. I felt so much better. Like that's all I needed was to lay in my bed and cry for a couple hours because it just needed to come out of my body. It wasn't serving me. I had pushed it down as much as possible and the lid was popping off and I just, it had to overflow. And so that's, and I didn't really like know that that's what I needed, right? We all hear all this stuff about like burnout and self-care and this and that. And that's why I try to do things preventatively. It's why I try to take breaks in the middle of the day. It's why I try to have like a no work past 7 p.m. policy with myself because I know those things lead to burnout. But things that also lead to like burnout and emotional overload is not addressing things as they come up. And I wasn't addressing things with myself and how I was feeling about things and just being like, this is what's happening right now. And it's fine. And you can be sad about things. You can be angry about things. You can be whatever about things, but you need to feel the things and you need to like have an emotion about them and not shove them down and be like, it's fine. It's fine. Like I'm busy. So like nothing's going to bother me. That's not healthy. And that's what I was doing. And in the spirit of like this podcast being a place of growth and finding a realistic approach to life and all the things, I have to be honest with you and say like, you know, my life's not perfect and I hope nobody thinks that it is. And I try to be as real with you as I can um, because I think it's important. I think it's important to be like, I have bad days too. There's literally like my life is not perfect. It's just not. And I don't think yours is either. I don't think anybody's is. And when we can like take a second and be like, okay, so it's not perfect. And I do all these things to like try and prevent meltdowns and and overwhelm and burnout. But sometimes you're still going to end up there. And it's about what you do when you get there that like is going to make the difference so you don't stay there as long. And these are things that have like taken me a long time to learn. And obviously I'm still learning them because otherwise I wouldn't have been crying for three hours. You know, like it just takes time and practice and consistency and you know, like the want within you to be like, I don't like living my life like this. So I need to find methods and systems that work for me, that benefit me, 
to help me live like the best, most positive life that I can while still being human. I, I see a lot of times where it's more about like, if I say something that triggers you, that's not a me problem. It's a you problem. Why did, why are you triggered by it? If I hear something from someone else and it triggers me, that's not a them problem. It's a me problem. It's a what about this that they said is triggering me. And then you start doing the work within yourself of like, why am I letting other people trigger me? Why do I care so much about like what that person said? It's, it's not to be emotionless. It's to be like, why do I care so much about things other people are saying and doing if it's not benefiting me? Okay, cool. Like, I'm not going to waste my time on it. And so I try to do things that are internal in the sense of how am I moving past this for myself where it's like, this is a, a me problem. This is a me problem. How do I handle that? It's not a them problem. It's a me problem. And I think when you reflect inward, you find your answers. That's always where I've found my answers is when I go inward. I've never found answers going externally because then you get into the comparison game and my life doesn't measure up to hers or this. And it's just like a nightmare. Like I've really found like when people say stay in your lane, they're saying it for a reason. There's literally no reason for you to be in someone else's lane. It just doesn't make sense. And I am working on it. I'm working on all the things of like, why are things triggering me? Why am I upset right now? Why am I shoving it down? That's another good question. Why am I not acknowledging this when it's coming up? And so that's like, that's where I've been this past week in like a weird space. But I took the day on Friday to not do anything. I didn't do a single thing. I laid in my bed the entire day and it was what I needed. It was what I needed to do to be able to like come back to me. And by the end of the night, I was in like a pretty content headspace. I wasn't ecstatic, but I wasn't like depressed anymore. I wasn't crying. I wasn't, you know, I had let it out. And by letting it out, I was like, okay, my body is, has released it and we've processed it. And now we can like move forward and not do this again, because it's not fun to like have to cancel everything for an entire day and be like, I just have to like work through this right now. When you don't let things build up, it's better speaking from experience, but it's not always easy. So, and I really wanted to share with you like what worked for me Um, because I still think a lot of the things I do are trial and error. I try and sometimes they don't work. And sometimes they do. And I'm like, oh my God, okay, that worked. Like, let me share this with somebody. So maybe it'll work for them too. This week, I'm feeling much better. I'm feeling much, much better this week. I feel creative again. I feel inspired again. I feel, um, I just feel like excited about life again. And sometimes when I recognize that I've been like 
nothing excites me. Like somebody could literally hand me $9 million and I'd be like, Hey, thanks. I'm going to go take a nap. Like, right. There's something, (laughs) there's like a disconnect happening. And when that starts happening, I'm like, Oh, I've checked out in some area and we need to like, look at this because it's not helping. And it usually comes from overworking and overthinking and all of the things and it happens, but I really am trying to be as like preventative (laughs) as I can about it. I hope everyone this week has a wonderful week too. Um, there's a mini episode this Friday. I'm excited about this one. Um, I'm excited about all the mini episodes. I really love the mini episodes because sometimes you just need like a quick five minute boost of inspo for something. And I have fun making them. I have fun coming up with topics for them or like being like, Oh my God, this just worked for me. I want to share it. Um, so I always get excited when there's a mini episode, maybe mini episodes should be weekly. I don't know. Let me know. Do you want them weekly? Do you guys also want a book club? I was thinking about this the other day. I was like, how fun would it be to have a book club where we can read? I usually read nonfiction, but I'm down to read fiction too. If there's anything you guys want from me, like, let me know. My DMs are open to everyone who does already DM me. I love it. Thank you. Um, We have awesome conversations and like, I love hearing your feedback. It's so important um, because this is for you. Like at the end of the day, this podcast is for you. And I want to make sure that I'm giving you exactly what you need and want and like what's serving you and what you want more of. So hit me up. (laughs) Let me know. This week's mini episode has to do with if you feel like you're not reaching your goals and dreams, this is why. This is a big reason why and a question you need to be asking yourself. So stay tuned for that. I will see you Friday.